The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate Reverend K. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate Pastor May also. Amen. Praise God. I celebrate all the men of God that are here. I celebrate you, Pastor Noel. Amen. One of the secrets of um, when you preach in a meeting like this, I'm speaking to pastors now, this is a minister's conference, is that if you are not there just to display knowledge, if you are there to bless people, before you prepare your message, ask yourself, what dimension am I likely to add to this meeting that none of the other speakers is likely to add? Because why should I repeat what somebody will have said? So if you are coming to a meeting like this, the integrity of God's word is not what you teach. I don't know if you have common sense. Because Reverend George is the father of that. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So if you are coming to a meeting like this, that's why I appreciate what Pastor Noel shared. It's not likely anybody will share that. So that we can have a balanced ministry. So exactly you are like, this supernatural community, what's Pastor Noel saying? Saving your life. Do you care that? Because you don't know how much that is until you enter into that situation. And somebody said, he's a man of God. How can they be attracted to ladies? Shut up. The Bible says your name is like ointment poured forth. That is why the ladies love you. Song of Solomon 1.3. So if you're anointed, ladies will love you. Even if you're ugly. I'm telling you. The Bible said concerning the anointing. Oh my God. He said it's like a sweet smelling sabo. He said, but if a man in reputation put his hand to sin, he will start to smell bad. Did you get that? He said, when the fly enter, he told the ointment of the apothecary, he said, little foolishness makes that to happen. Now listen to this. The word devil, Satan, is in Hebrew is the word Beelzebub. Beelzebub means the god of the flies. What the, the, the ointment of the apothecary is the anointing oil. It's the exact ingredient like perfume. There are only two things that makes it different. Number one, something they call it, they call it sweet and sour. It's kind of thing. It smells very nice, but it tastes bitter. That's the anointing. When you see people moving, the anointing looks sweet. You don't know the bitterness of it. You don't know the stress that goes with it. But you see, when flies see the ointment of the apothecary, they are attracted to it. But once they eat it, they die. When you see an anointed man, ladies are attracted to him. That is how it is. Woman, men are attracted to her. That is how it is. But when you put your hand into it, the smell changes. So he was just saving your life. So let's appreciate Pastor Noel and his wife. Praise God, praise God, praise God. All right. I, I promise I'm not going to take your time. But in Luke 11, they came to Jesus and they said, teach us to pray. And we pastors, because we had him say, teach us to pray, we started teaching our people how to pray, 12 steps to prayer. But that is not what they asked. They did not say, teach us how to pray. They said, teach us to pray. Because actually, our problem is not how to pray. We know how to pray. Our problem is to pray. Come on now. That is why the way Jesus answered is very funny. Teach us to pray when you pray. Teach us to pray when you pray. 
the way to pray is to pray. They said to pray, excuse me, sir, what do you do when you don't feel like praying? He said, I pray. They said, no, sir, we meet when you don't feel like praying. He said, I pray. They said, we don't care. He said, I don't need to feel it to pray. I pray to feel it. So I just want us as men of God to take the next five minutes and pray. Is that okay? And you see, when we pray, we pray at points. That's a problem. The Bible said the spirit helped our infirmity by making intercession. So your spirit can manufacture prayer points. I'm not saying don't buy 21 prayer points about prosperity. It's for babies. The spirit make it intercession. Make it means it produces it. Anybody get up? So put your mouth five minutes. I just do that quickly. I can tell the promo Korea. I can tell like a you can tell the Bogo Yiga. Okoto, like a you get tell the promo Korea. I can tell the Bomoko Yiga, Talabaga, the Bogo Yiga, the Ketola Bomoko Yiga, the promo Korea, a Catalaga Yiga, Labaga, Logoliga, you get tell the promo Korea, Oga Laga Yiga, Labaga, a Ketele promo Koshista, a Ketele promo Koshista, a Kale Bomoko Yiga, the promo Korea, a Ketele. Promo Koshista, a Ketele Promo Koyiga, Le Promo Koshista, a Ketele Promo Koyiga, Tele Promo Koriga, a Catele Promo Korige, a Ketele Promo Koshista, a Ketele Promo Koyiga, Le Promo Koriga, a Ketele Promo Koshista, a Kele Promo Koshista, a Kele Promo Koyiga, Le Promo Koriga, a Ketele Promo Koshista, a Kele Promo Koriga, a Galebo Goyiga, Le Bogoliga. I can tell the promo koyigeleba, a catalogo yigelebo, a gologo legele promo koshista, agalogo logo lega, agalaba, ogo, gelego gagaga, go gelebo go yiga, a ketele promo koshista, a ketele promo koshista. Ege le promo koriga le promo koshista Ege le promo koshista tele bomo koshika Ege tele promo koshista Ege le promo koshista tele promo koriga Ege le promo koyiga le promo koshista Ege le promo koshista Ege tele promo koriga liba Ege tele promo koshista Ege le promo koyiga Ege le promo koshista Ege le promo koriga Ege le promo koshista talaba Ege le Promo Koshista, Ege le promo Koshista, Ege le promo Koyige, le promo Koriga, Ege tele promo Koshista, Ege tele Bogoyige, le Bogolige, le Galigalaga, Aka tele le promo Koshista, Ege tele promo Koshista, Ege le promo Koyiga, Ege tele promo Koriga, Ege tele promo Koyiga, Ege le promo Koshista, Ege le promo Koriga, le Bababa, Ege tele promo. Koshista, eke le promo koriga, eke tele promo koriga, eke tele promo koriga, le promo koshista, eke tele promo koriga, eke tele promo koshista, eke tele promo koriga, le baba baba baba, eke tele promo koshista, eke le promo koshista, eke tele promo koriga, le bomo koshista, eke le promo koshista. Eke le promo koriga le promo koriga eke tele bogo yiga le bogo legala gagagaga eke tele promo koshista yeke le promo koyiga le promo koshista yeke le promo koriga le promo koriga yeke tele promo koriga le ba eke le promo koriga yeke tele promo koriga 
Eketo legeyiga akata ekaga egolo agala gaga gogo lege lega yike lapa ekete le promo koshista ege le promo koriga ege le promo koriga le promo koriga in Jesus name we pray Father we receive the spirit of grace and supplication in the name of Jesus Amen you can be seated God bless you Amen to Jesus. The glory of great ministries were battered at Sports Center in Ife. I was in you, I was not in Ife, but I used to go there to pray. Before I started going to preach. And it, it's so awesome. So don't despise praying. Grace does not negate prayer. It's the spirit of grace that produces supplication. And that's very important. Praise God. Um, I want to celebrate once again Reverend Kay and Pastor May. Amen. Amen. Like I said, we've... We've come a very long way, and um, in trying not to sound too old, the advantage of being at our age is that you can say anything you want to say. You're you not afraid of anything any longer. I mean, what is it? Though Reverend K. older than I, I love to say that everywhere I go, so it makes me feel very young. I don't know by how many days. He always likes to say by two days, but two days is something. Is it not something? Ah, bon, take it easy. At least you are older than me. Ah, two days or no two days. Is that not okay? It's something. Praise God. Hallelujah. But another advantage is that that level, you start to, to see things a bit differently. You start to preach and teach not to impress people, but to impact people. Because if at this level you don't know we can teach and preach, then you need to go for Socratic evaluation. So we're not trying to prove we can. We're trying to help. And you see, there are seasons. I remember years ago, I was coming from U.S. So I, I left you on Monday, U.S. on Monday, got to U.K. on Tuesday, left U.K. on Tuesday, got to Lagos on Wednesday, got to Lagos on Wednesday, moved to Ibadan, took my bath, reported to my office. I was walking God when God said to me, Yoruba, carry, and I felt very good. And God said, you can do that now. What will you do when you're 19? Then God said, start to move your impact from strength to sense. So there are seasons of strength. There are seasons of saints. And one of the things you do at some season, the children of Issachar is not because you understand times and seasons that make them great. We have overemphasized that in First Chronicles chapter 12. That is just A. B said, and they know what to do. So you might know time and not know what to do. You might know it's exam time and not know what to write. So, at some point in your life, you need to know what to do. If you study the ministry of Kenegi, which is my own model, I discovered that early in his ministry, he was writing how to write your own ticket with God, which is fantastic. What faith is, which is fantastic. But towards the end of his life, he was writing not motivational books, but correctional books. The Triumphant Church. To correct, to put balance to deliverance ministry. Midas Torch. Balance to finances. He started writing books that you can read and understand and be able to put balance to things. Do you get what I'm saying? All right. So many a times at this level, we get to. So when you hear Reverend K say some of the things he's saying, he's saying it because he's seen a lot of things. Hello? Praise God. All right. So I'm saying that because I'm going to say just a bit of a lot of things. Is that okay? And you won't like all of them, but you just need to take all of them. And there's nothing you can do anyway. Amen. My friend is my friend's church, praise God. Amen. 
have some materials here. I'm going to particularly mention a few. Prostitutes' approach to business is very good, very, very good, if I can say so myself. I love my spouse, but excellent for your marriage. I still do have to make love last forever. Excellent. I recommend mathematics especially. I told somebody said to me, with all this information, it should be bigger. I said, I deliberately didn't want to make it bigger because I'm not only writing to singles, I'm writing to their teachers. Who might not have time to read a lot, but they need the bullet point. There are five kinds of meetings that we grow in a church. Can I start from there very quickly? You might think you will never pastor, you might end up pastoring. Kenegan said one of the things he has learned in his life is never to say never. He said, because people that came to the training center and they said, I'll never pastor, get what they are pastoring now. Had one that said, I will never itinerate, get what they are itinerating now. So never say Never. Never say I will not marry a pastor. Somebody looking at me said that. Look at who she married. I'm not reporting. I'm just preaching. Praise God. Don't affect my lunch. Amen. <laughs> so never say never. Number one, supernatural meeting with Granny Church. I tell you, I tell you, supernatural meeting, healing, miracles, deliverance with Granny Church. When things happen supernaturally, it will go any church. Number two, entertainment meeting. We grow any church. Musicians come, people come, there are a lot of drama and all that. Either you like it or not. You know, Kenegan said healing is the church bell, so supernatural. We draw people. Entertainment is also a church bell. It will draw people. Number three, social action meetings. If you have a church in UK, if you have a church in U.S., you need to have social action meetings like bring a lawyer in to help people settle their immigration problem. That day, unbelievers will come. People will come from everywhere. It's a social action. You bring somebody in to come and talk about diet. We need that as much as we call. So you need social action meeting. Number four meeting that we grow in church, food meeting. And don't be deceived that that is because we are poor in Nigeria, have planted a church in the U.S., and we did the church for seven weeks, grow to over 30 people. And one of the things I found surprising, that even in the U.S., people will come when there is food. I'm surprised. And food is cheap in the U.S. There is something about food. It's a spirit. <laughs> food meeting anywhere, anytime, we attract crowd. But number five is relationship meeting. Because people have relationship problems everywhere. And I need to say this to you. Out of the five, the cheapest is relationship meeting. Supernatural meeting, you need to build the auction or invite somebody that has the auction. And that takes some money. Entertainment, those guys are not cheap. You are annoyed with them. Go and start singing yourself. Number three, if it's social action, you have to take out people that are coming. Food, you have to spend money on food. But relationship, you just need to get it. Do you get what I'm saying? So you need, and somebody said, you know, one of the things I've discovered is that he said that you spend time teaching relationship or you spend that time in counseling. Maybe people have marital issues. And I've chosen to just teach it. So I won't spend too much time counseling. So this one is very good for you. Then when we're celebrating 20th anniversary, I did a series on school of ministry. One of them, Reverend TJ taught how to build your ministry without losing your marriage. That's a very powerful one. How to build your ministry without losing your marriage. I did one in getting and sustaining doors in itinerant ministry. Then I did how to plant a thriving church anywhere. I planted churches. I'm crazy. When we're doing the building, we're doing now the cathedral. You know, uh, we were waiting for all the permission and all the permission and all the permission. And that was, I was getting impatient. So I put a tent there and started church under a local tent. With 20 people. I just picked 20 people. No other person can come. 
when I grew the church to 200, I, I had to ask for help for the TJ to come help me. You get what? I, I just like planting churches. I'm just crazy about planting churches. And so then there is leadership series, leadership and loyalty, becoming an indispensable associate. Most of our teachings on leadership is to 20% of leadership. 80% of leaders will never be in the forefront. But we don't teach to associate. We don't care about them. So I did a series of teaching for associates. Then there is one I preached at Reverend Victor's 20th anniversary that is also here. How to be greater than your father. So is that okay? Bishop Francois Luke said to many fathers that don't want you to be greater than him is a witch. <laughs> Praise God. Then in this one impact series I did how to build kingdom pillars. When we were building the cathedral we built now, um, we've spent maybe about 400 million doing that project. And um, I must tell you sincerely, over 50 million went into pillars. And it, it, it was, you know when you're building and you get to the side and you see them pouring concrete in one thing. Ah! Nobody will even see this thing at the end of the day. But the same way you're doing a building that will take 3,000 people and it's multi-level, the pillars must be strong. So I discovered it's your vision that determined the pillars you've got to build and that's the way you've got to build pillars from the onset. Because pillars are something you can put in the middle of the project. Then there are two more things here. I'm going to talk about those two more things and I'm going to leave it. Let me start by too quickly talking about something maybe you've never had taught before. I'm going to spend, you can pick a fuller version is in that MP3. But I want to talk very briefly about surviving betrayal. I know you're shocked. I can, yeah, it's a supernatural school of ministry. Surviving betrayal. If Reverend K is sitting here 20 years, he must have experienced some betrayals. This is the truth. There are three categories of people here. People that have been betrayed. People that will be betrayed. People that have been betrayed, but they might not know it. Actually, the truth is there is only one set of people here in different faces of the three. Is that you have been betrayed? Then you will still be betrayed. Or you have been betrayed. But that you won't be betrayed is not a prayer to pray. Because that is the only thing that is common to all leaders. Betrayer. Very important. Max Lucado said to betray. That word is just an inch above the word betroth. Betroth and betray. They come together. He said, but it's opposite in life. He said, the problem with betrayal is that it's a weapon found only in the hands of the people you love. Your enemy does not have such tool. Only a friend can betray. Betrayal is a mutiny. Betrayal is a violation of a trust. Always an inside job. Listen. That is why I didn't, I didn't say avoiding betrayal. I said surviving it because the most important thing is how do I survive, now do I avoid. People that try to avoid betrayal never achieve much because they won't trust nobody and they lose at the end of the day. It's very important. So let me say a few things to you about betrayal. In Psalm 55 verse 12 down to verse 19 to 20 to 23, 
you're going to see the story of David talking about betrayer, but he was speaking prophetically, actually, about Jesus, about how Jesus is going to be betrayed, and all that, and all that, and all that. You know, a man by the name Jim Reno said, is it possible to ever succeed without any act of betrayal? And my answer is no, no, no. He just goes with the terrain. Now, let me just say a few things. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 10 to 12, Jesus said, this is one of the signs of the end time. Many will be offended and they will betray one another and hate one another. And four prophets shall rise and shall deceive many because equity shall abound and the Lord of many shall wash clothes. We're seeing all that now and we're going to see it more and we're going to see betrayer more so there's nothing you can do about that. Let me be quick to say to you quickly, why does betrayer ought Ita Brewer said something very powerful. He said, the worst pain in the world goes beyond the physical, even beyond all that emotional pains one can feel. It is the betrayal of a friend. One of the things that makes betrayal terrible is his only offense against you an enemy can commit. I'll get there. So Jesus was betrayed. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you read William Shakespeare. Anybody? Come on now. In Julius Caesar, Julius Caesar did not, was not conquered. He surrendered. He will have fought until he saw the boy he raised up, his adopted son, that was one of the people that led it, Brutus. And he looked at him and said, Et tu, Brute? Which means you too. Boutrous, one of the things that makes betrayal painful is not what is done, but who did it. If somebody says to me, somebody on radio calls me a thief, I'll laugh over it. If they say Reverend K calls me a thief, I will need help. If they say TJ calls me a thief, check me at the hospital. Well, they said the same thing. Yeah! But who said it makes it different? And that is why, so let me tell you, there's three reasons why betrayal is terrible. Number one, it's only a friend. It's committed by a friend. The saddest thing about betrayal is that only a friend can come in because there cannot be betrayal if there is no trust first. In Psalm 55 verse 20, this is what message translation put what David said. David said, and this my best friend betrayed his best friends. His life betrayed his word because what he said to me was not what I saw. All my life I've been charmed by his speech, never dreaming he'll turn on me. His words, which were music to my ears, now turn to daggers to my heart. So, number one, because committed by a friend. Number two, because every betrayer makes you feel stupid. Have you, have you been there before? You now start to feel, am I that stupid to have trusted him? Should I not have noticed signs? I used to think I'm smart. So I'm this stupid. You know, in, in Psalm 55, verse 16, he says, As for me, I will call on God, and Lord will save me. He said, Because evening and morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud, and God will hear me. Because he delivered my soul from peace, from the battle that was against me, for there was many with me. I mean, it, it's terrible. I love what Levi Leviton put it in the film. The Lover's Dictionary. I'm writing a book on this. Don't worry, it will be hard soon. He said, 
The person said, it was a mistake that I betrayed you. He said, no, the mistake was mine for trusting you. That's where the problem with betrayer is. You start to feel you are stupid. So it's not just that it's a friend that did it. It is the way it makes you feel. Number three, it shatters a dream. In verse 14 of Psalm 55, David said, we took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in company. The thing is the fact that, you know, let, let, let me be quick to say this. When, when Reverend K, you know, or a Robert's first son, very brilliant guy. At the age of 12, he can speak four languages. At 18, he was speaking 12. American government employed him to help them decode languages and when people are trying to pass code, smart boy. Then he started, Ora Robert said in his book, I believe in Miracle, that when I built Ora University, I built it with him in mind. I built him that this is going to be for him. But the guy started taking drugs, then killed himself. When they told Ora Robert, they said Ora Robert was crying and saying, you robbed me. You robbed me. You robbed me. You robbed me. And somebody asked him, what do you mean he robbed you? He said, he robbed me of what he could have become. He robbed me of seeing him become the child VC of Ora Roberts University. He robbed me of seeing him become a Nobel laureate. He robbed me. When God said in Malachi chapter 3, that if you don't pay tight, you rob me. It's not that you stole his money. <laughs> so, if somebody betrayed Reverend K, and Reverend K cries, it's not just because of what Reverend K lost. It's because of what that guy lost. Oh, did anybody get that? It's what could have become of that guy. So, dream is shattered. Let me give you one more. Number four, it always leaves a wound. And number five, if care is not taken, it can destroy you. Well, maybe later on, one of these I'll be able to, or when the book comes out, explain to you why people betray, because I had to study that. Why do people betray? Some of them, you see, somebody did something to me that was um, quite some betrayal. And when that happened, I was talking to a mentor. And he said to me, how did you know him? Then I said, oh, I knew him long ago. I ordained him. He said, where was he before then? Then I told him. Then he said, when he got to where he got to, what was he doing? Then I told him. He said, didn't you notice a pattern? There is always a pattern. Some people is a background. Some people is influences. Some people is harvest of seed sown. If you don't believe in seed time and harvest in money, you better believe it in some of the other things. Reverend K, we tell you some of the people that taught what you are hearing now died of HIV. I'm not saying God didn't forgive him, but the consequences of his lifestyle. That's what, Reverend K, you know what I'm talking about? That's nothing we can do about that one. He's preached for Reverend K before. He's preached for me before. We brought these boys up. You know, I was telling them in a church of late when I was away in London and all these controversies were happening. People were, press were calling my office and calling me and calling people that know me. What's Reverend O'Dwale saying about this controversy? What's Reverend O'Dwale? I said, tell them I don't speak to the press. I speak to my constituency. So when I came back, I sent a message around the churches. I'm back. I want to reply. The first thing I told them is that we don't follow posts. We follow people. The Bible is clear. Follow after them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. No post on Instagram. Don't be stupid. Second Timothy 3 14. He said, Continue in what you have believed. No matter what you hear now, 
knowing of whom you have learned them. Oh, did anybody get that? Paul said, continue in the things you have learned. Tithing, giving, sitting and others, humility, working by grace, working by favor. You hear something different. Continue what you have learned. Why? Not because of what he said, but because of who said it. You can't put Reverend K you have known 20 years with one guy you had on radio yesterday. Are you a dunce? Do you know him? Do you know his lifestyle? The guy Reverend K was talking about talking on Facebook. He's been under house arrest for five years. He can't leave his house. So he's using Facebook to cause trouble in the world. You know, do you know this person? His words might be sound. But is his life sound? Hebrews 13, 7, he said, consider their end before you follow them. You know, I told somebody, I said, I've seen the end of Kenegan, his grandchildren are preaching. I've seen the end of Keneko plan, Pastor Deboye, and we have seen his end. I love those ends. But these people you want to follow, even their present, I don't like. I can't wait till the end. They are present. <laughs> somebody is an OAP. I said, what's the meaning? He said he works in a radio station. I said, did he own it? He's an employee. Earning salary. Let's put ministry aside. Put Pastor Deboye here. PhD mathematics. OAP. 56 years of marriage. Five years, your marriage broke. You are living with a girlfriend. You used to beat your wife. You wanted to leave home. Your son challenged you. You broke his leg. I'm not even talking doctrine. You see, the Bible said, you, you renew, said, it said we should renew our mind. Do not be conformed, but be transformed. The problem with Christians is that they are not conformed, they are not transformed, they are deformed. Because we, we, we just follow any fad. Bible calls it winds of doctrine. Did anybody get what I'm saying? You don't believe in sit time and harvest. I can see that's why you are still an employee. At over 50. Reverend K is not 50 yet. I prefer him. So you don't believe in sit time and harvest. He believes in sit time and harvest. I believe in what you believe. <laughs> what is the scripture? I don't know scripture. I like this. Did he say first class? Oh, you are tempting me. I don't know what to do. You know, like Reverend K is saying, a lot of us, listen, listen. Jude chapter 1 told us how to identify those people. He said they will speak evil of dignitaries. Look at what Jude said. Jude said when Michael was fighting Lucifer, he did not say, Lucifer, shut up. He said, he looked at Lucifer and said, Lucifer, I can deal with you, but you are my ogre. I won't pull you down. It is God that is above you. It is God that rebuke you. Not me, Sal. Good one. That's what he says. Let somebody now say, hey, Pastor Deboye, zero. Your life is zeroed. Listen, I told them in my church, and, 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 and I, need to, I need to say this. There might even be pressure. I don't care. Listen, I have no problem with the Biafra struggle. I have problem with who they follow. One guy came from London and said, he's now the voice, and you are following him. You should ask yourself, beyond this struggle, what has he achieved in life? 
Is it academically? Is it business? They now say he stole their money. Uh -uh. If he didn't steal, I would have been shocked. So you think like that. And a lot of you, you just copy and paste without thinking. Somebody said to me, hey, how can they be, be let, me, let me start by, oh my God. Maybe I won't teach. Let me talk to you. Pastors don't spend tithe and offering. If you believe that, go and start church. In our own church, it's very funny. When we appoint people to treasury, they will tell me, yes, the pastor, they come and meet her. And I don't know, since I joined treasury, it looks as if there is a problem with the finances. Like, TJ said, like what? Like, we are expecting it to be more. TJ said, no, that's how it is. They say, eh, hey, that's the finance of it. Hey, so are you people doing it? Hey, hey. The problem with this noise is that it makes young ministers think that older ministers, oh, it's tight and offering they are spending. It's not tight and offering we are spending. It's impact. Can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? Hear me and hear me well. Listen. Look at me. I can talk. I can talk because I've been pastor in the same church 21 years and my church never bought me a car. I'm not saying it's wrong and they could have but I didn't allow church but individuals, I've been driving brand new cars for years. I gave my wife last year, November 2017 Jeep in 2016. Clap for me now. Take it. Take it easy. <laughs> so not, do I, not only do I drive it, I give it. But it's not church. Men of God. Now, I know how they are confused. Pastor Deboye does not do any other job and is a millionaire and flies jet. He must be tight and offering of poor people. Think now, borrow yourself gumption. If they are poor, they are tight and offering can buy Jeep. When it's time, tell me. Leave every other thing. Get the CD. Let me talk to you. Can I talk to you a bit? Listen to me. Have you noticed that in all this noise, the rich in church are not talking? For Lord Shalakija didn't say one word. The multi-billionaires in church didn't say anything. You know why? They thought people are stupid. Don't you know those cars, those men, right? We bought it. We know it's not tight and offering. We know it's impact. We know it's what they've done. TJ and I were in U.S. for some time. One, some guys just came together in church, conspired against me, and shipped us to U.S. to go and rest and do medical checkup by force, by fire. And they put us in the suit and all that. They were just making us comfortable. TJ spent um, 10 days or so with me and abandoned me. I'm not reporting. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so I got tired of that suit. I said... TJ had left. I'm feeling very lonely. Can I change my hotel to a Marriott? They said, anywhere you want to go. So I moved to Marriott. So I was in Marriott. I told them, I said, excuse me, I want to quickly go to, to Canada for five days. I know you have sentenced me here to, for six weeks, but I want to go to Canada. They said, it's okay. I said, I'm telling you because I need to check out. They said, why? Ah, I said, I'm going to Canada for five days. They will get me a suit there. The guy said, sir, please leave your bag there. Let the AC be blowing to your bag. I'm not checking you out. You go anywhere, you come back to your room. I said six weeks. He's not saying that because he likes me. He knows his money came from anointing. Are you crazy? Look, can I talk to somebody here? 
Now you are thinking that an offering make men of God. You are deceived. Somebody walked up to a bishop or his accountant about 10 years ago, dropped 4 million cash and was going. They said, the accountant ran after him and said, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir. you didn't drop your name. The man turned back. My name? My name? What do you need my name? What do you need my name for? If this, what all this man has done in my life? If I have 40 million, I will give him my name call. My name need. The guy said, I'm not fighting you. Let me. When you know where you came from, and you see where you are. Nothing is too much. Nothing. If I can say something to you men of God. Build impact. Build impact. I went to preach in Abiyokuta some time ago. Two Decembers ago. We were going to Florida for, no, it wasn't from, it was Maryland, we're going that time for family vacation. And that's another thing, take care of your family, don't joke with that. Let your family enjoy themselves. We were going there, and I was calling one guy to find out how much they sell dollars, because I need to buy some to take care of my family. And he told me, and I was calculating it. I, got, I was going to preach at the funeral service of Dudulele's mother, Albert and Vincent. So I go there, when I got there, they introduced one man to us. They said, this man is one of the most powerful men in Africa. If you want to see any president in Africa, call this guy. I mean, they said, any president in Africa, call this guy. So it looks like it. So I shook him and all. You know, I greeted him. We greeted him. So I came up to preach. I think I, I preached 20 minutes. The guy ran at me after. He's huge. He hugged me. Then he shook me. The first thing that I thought was, ah, if this man is this rich, his aunt should not be this coarse. But when he removed his hand, I thought my hand was green and full. When I saw Yakatalaba, let me preach another 15 minutes. <laughs> it did back. If you are confused where the money comes from, that's where the money comes from. That's where the money comes from. That's where the money comes from. I discovered one of the reasons why they send us away for that long one month and go. It's only because of our health. Because somebody wanted to buy all the towels we need for church. It runs into millions. One person that got him blessed. Stay with those young boys now, Pyrex. It's a matter of time. Yeah. Years ago, I was saying, God, everybody I preach for, they have the commissioners, they have the ministers, they have the doctors. God said, no, they have soon to retire doctors, soon to die commissioners, soon to be removed ministers. I said, oh, we replace them, the ones we are teaching. The ones who are I can and you see, you need to ask your, those people, what have they sown into the gospel? Let us tell them what we have sown into the gospel. When I got a brand new Prado on my 40th birthday, somebody said, how, how can your pastor be driving then 11 million car? Does he know how much it costs? I said, good. It was a father of one of my members. I said, go and tell your dad it didn't cost 11 million. It cost 12 cars that my wife and I had given away. It's not 11 million. Don't tell me how much it costs in Naira. Let me tell you how much it costs in seed. Yeah. An impact. Mm -hmm. Consistently. You know, in Luke chapter 4, that was talking about Jesus. He went around preaching. And the Bible said, people minister to him of their substance. And one of them, the Bible said, was a woman that used to have seven demons. They counted her demons. It is those demonized people that bless us now. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were only demonized. 
But they knew where they came from. If you have common sense and you know where you come from, take care of your pastors. If Pastor T pray for somebody from nothing, got a contract of 10 million, he now gives you 1 million. He's now talking. God should slap him. Because what your anointing produced is more than what you've gotten. But people can see the anointing producing. But you that you know, let him that is taught in the world, Galatians 6, is communicate to him that teacher in all good things. And have no kids. Well, you people know good things. Look at your shoes. Look at your ties. Don't deceive me. You are pity. You know good things. Communicate to him that teach it. You know good things. So I say, where all this giving thing is Old Testament. I say, hey, hey. what's New Testament? Where Pastor said, you can give to your pastor. But New Testament said, don't muzzle the oxen that treads the corn. I say, New Testament, yes. Paul said that. So that's New Testament, yes. Or there. That's Deuteronomy. All the teaching in the New Testament by Paul is built upon the teaching of the Old Testament. Ah, I used to be. It's the same teaching that Paul taught. What was the reference of Paul for teaching New Testament giving? Old Testament. Show me one that originated from Paul. Show me one. All those teachings were from the same place. I give time. I'm blessed. I don't give time because I hate it. I have salary. Men of God have salary. You don't eat tight. You are eating tight. You see this AC? Eh? Your head is correct now. It's cooling you. That's your You are irresponsible if you don't pay. Now, let me tell you what you don't know. What these guys are saying is take care of your pastor. It does not need to have percentage. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. I give percentage to my time. I make sure I spend quality percentage of my time with my family quality percentage of my time in the world. Quality percentage of my time in prayer. And I won't give quality percentage to my giving. I'm not stupid. What you don't give percentage to, you eventually end up not doing. That is why you have not been praying. Because you never said, I'll make sure I pray one hour a day. And let me tell you about prayer. Prayer is the only thing you don't have an excuse for. We are telling, you know our, our problem? We can't explain to God why we have not been praying. Can I misjive? Because if you're a Muslim, you can say, God, there was no water around me for pollution. You don't need water. You can say, I didn't get mad. You don't need mad. You can even say, I was busy. You are the only people that can pray watching Asnah beat my you. <coughs> what, what will you tell God that you are not praying? So, so, I give percentage to things. I give percentage to my giving. The Bible says in Romans 8, we quote it. Oh, all things work together for good for them. I preach a message in church, 10 reasons why I pay tight. I don't have time for that now. I have my, me, pay. You don't pay, your problem. But you that don't pay, I don't like you. Listen to this, just think a little bit. I've not seen a Christian multi-millionaire that told me, I didn't pay tight, I'm this rich. I've seen broke people. I've seen broke preachers. I've not seen anybody in the level of Kenneth Copeland that is not tightened. And somebody said to me, well, if it's about prosperity, Dangote has money, or Tedala has money, why are you shouting about Falonisha Lakija? I said, number one. 
long as you're like said, she still cooks for her husband. The richest black woman on earth, richer than Oprah Winfrey. She said, when my husband travels, oh, I don't send driver to pick him. I'm there to pick him myself. Nankote does not have wife forever. For dollars marriage is in crisis. I don't like their prosperity. This woman that says she's a titan is this rich and her home is working and her children are be behaving or misbehaving. They are not pouring champagne to watch wristwash. And I like this titan. I like, I like, I like, I like this titan. Listen, they said, why don't they sell those things and give? Have you heard that before? Do you know it's not new? Like Reverend K told you. When that woman broke alabaster perfume, it was not OAP that talk. It was not Instagram. It was disciples. It was Judas that looked at Peter. And you know what they said? What a waste. Can I talk to you a bit? Alabaster perfume is two years alive. If Pastor May buys it, she will make sure she gives it to her daughter so her daughter can give it to her grandchildren. So when they are coming for a wedding, she will put tolo, 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 cover it. Then when the children are graduating, tolo, 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 cover it. Then when Reverend K is doing archbishopry consecration, tolo, 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 cover it. And pass it to the daughter to pass it to her daughter. And the woman was crazy. She didn't even open the bottle to tolo it. She broke it. Ah! Two years salary! And Jesus told them, shut up. The poor you always have with you. So, this alabaster does not change poverty of people. Let me mess you up. Can I mess you up? Can I mess you up? There are two kinds of people in the Bible that are poor that will always be poor. That's what Jesus said. He said, this poor is poor there is nothing we can do about them. But there is another set. Those ones are the poor in the church. Those ones, we... Now, let me just say this to you. Jesus now said, wherever the gospel is being preached, talk about this woman. Talk about her sacrifice. A waste. I like to waste to, be, to have a memorial before God. I like that way. Do you know in Acts chapter 10, when the angel woke up Peter and said, Peter, Peter, go to this man and preach to him. Peter said, God, never. We don't go to the houses of an unbeliever. We don't preach to people like that. Angel said, shut up. Is that not New Testament? He said, his praying and his giving attracted God. If you think giving does not attract God, you have a problem. An unbeliever's giving angel said that to Peter. Now, let me say this to you. Because you see, some of you just speak nonsense with them. Somebody said to me, hey, hey, you need to understand, how can university, hey, hey, church, university not be free? I said, it's because you didn't go to school. There is no free university anywhere in the world. Not even Catholic universities. I went to Harvard briefly. I paid heavily. They didn't calculate my money based on the time I spent. 
There is no free. Hey, what of missionary secondary school in those days? Beautiful. I like you. Somebody said that to me in England. I said, thank you very much for saying that. I want to appeal to you to leave your job. Follow me to Nigeria. Because once we have missionary teachers, we'll have missionary schools. What makes missionary school is missionary teachers. But now we pay teachers. We have to pay them more than what government is paying. Because that is the only reason why they come. Can't be missions. That's an African run. And do you know something you didn't think about when you were saying government eh, 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 university, one million naira? How much is one million? My daughter is now the admissions officer for Covenant University. Wash your hands. Chikote Kayika Talaba. It's not a joke. You are not working there. You don't know. Now, let me explain something to you about university education. This is where you didn't think. University education. You pay once a year. Secondary school, you pay three times a year. So an average secondary school in Lagos is how much? 1.4. Ah. Thank God I live in Ibadan. <laughs> Assuming secondary school is even 500 per term. You pay 500 first term, 500 second term, 500 third time. You now send a girl to Covenant University and you pay 1 million. Which one is more expensive? I'm paying more for my girl in secondary school now than for my daughter in the university. But you that you don't send anybody to school, you don't pay any bill, you are doing what, what, what's up or what's up or what's nonsense. You don't have a clue. But, but let me just say this to you. as a, This is for me, the cocoa. Revelations 21 said something powerful. He said the devil's name in the New Testament and the end time is the accuser of the brethren. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. One man said he had a vision, a, a prophet, Pastor May. In that vision, the devil was throwing arrow at the body of Christ. But glory to God, the arrow was just falling on the ground, falling on the ground, falling on the ground. And the guy was rejoicing, glory to God. The devil's arrows can't touch us. He said, while he was rejoicing, he saw something funny. He saw we, that the arrows didn't touch, started picking the arrows and throwing it ourselves. Paul, Paul, and it was taken. Our problem is not the devil. Our problem is ourselves. Once you start to criticize a believer, you have joined the ministry of the devil incorporated international. You are a co-accuser of the brethren. Let me explain something to you. When Paul and Jonathan died in 2 Samuel 3, David was weeping. David should be rejoicing. Bishop Bloma told us of the truth yesterday that when they told him his grandma was there, they said, praise the Lord. That's what David should be doing. Dancing in the Holy Ghost. But David started crying. And he was crying. He said, how can Saul and Jonathan die as if they were not anointed? Which means if you're anointed, there are some deaths you shouldn't die. But that is not even what caught my attention. What caught my attention is that after he finished crying, he now said, listen, everybody, listen, listen, listen. Don't publish it in God. Make sure it's not published in Ascalon because the daughters of the Philistines will laugh and it costs people that publish it. If you publish our matter on Facebook, it's cause. It can't be cause. Your life will show it. We don't publish it in Facebook. We don't publish our matter on Instagram. 
David make a proclamation. Don't publish it there. I don't believe us not laughing at us now. So when you put it on Facebook, who are you talking to? Bishop, we take what we read it. Or Pastor Deboye, we read it. You are just making a mockery of our kingdom. David said, don't publish it there. Okay, because if you do, the daughters of the Philistines, they will laugh. We don't talk on Facebook. We don't talk in all those places. Let me go back to talking that we have about the poor. Is that okay? No, Reverend K. I wanted to preach before on how to build auction for the nations. But you tempted me. So this is the price you will pay. Actually, you know there are some things it's only you and I that can teach the body. I was meant to say this to you privately, but I'll say it to you publicly. Until the animals write their own story, every story of hunting will glorify the hunter. Some of you will get that when you go home. Because it's not every time hunter wins. Animals kill hunters sometimes. But animals can't write. Everybody talking ministry is talking from one point. Pastora. That's all they know. We are apostles to the nations. You know how many you've gone to this year. You know how many have gone to this year. I was telling somebody. I didn't really travel much because of some of the projects we're doing this year. But I mean, I've been all over Switzerland from Zurich to Geneva to, to, to Basile to, to Italy to Verona to Brescia to, to Liverpool to Woolwich to Hounslow to Hedgeware to Liverpool to, to Chicago to Maryland to, to everywhere. I think we need to, you know, like Ken Aiken said, some things will be lost for this generation if somebody does not teach them. I think you, I, and Boyega should do a meeting in UK, in US, in Nigeria about itinerating. Because we are the ones, only us, can teach it. Do you get that? I think we should do that across the nation. Because there are people here that are not called to struggle with their pastor at the pubic. But they have no clue what to do. That ministry has not been taught. And it has not been taught because people that could teach it are not teaching it. And people that are teaching it don't know about it. So they said they just galvanate, galvanate, galivate around, galivate around. And Jesus said, after he had performed miracles, and they begged him to stay, he said, I can't stay here. I must preach the gospel in other cities also. You need to see how people beg me when I was going to, 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 where is that place? Turkey, 98, 99.8% Muslims. Five days. I was shocked when I got there. Ministers conference I did there. 200 people from all over Turkey. I said, but they said you people are Muslims. They said, there are some of them that are not. They put me in Nilton. They took care of me. I thought it was a missionary journey. But they were blessed. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Impact. The guy that invited me, he came to the room, to the hotel to welcome me. Then he gave me a teaching note. I said, what's this? He said, that was my teaching note 20 years ago when you came to Iloni to teach us. I said, to, he said, yes, sir. Since then, I've been following you. I said, but I didn't know you. He laughed at me. I was not at school. I was not anything. I was somewhere in the crowd. But today is a national overseer of the fastest growing church in Turkey. 
impact. Just keep on all those campuses. Keep at it. You might not see anything. It might be 20 years. 20 years. And the Caribbean case said, we are not to, let me tell you, can I tell them my funny story? I was telling my children yesterday, they were laughing. I was going to preach in London. 21 churches gathered together. They bought my business class. One year notice in advance. I came home. We were coming. My wife was in the car. My daughter was in the car and the driver. And the pastor that he was driving us. And we're having a nice time. We left home early enough to catch the flight. We, you know this your Lagos is demonic. We got somewhere there and we were at standstill. And when I look at I said there is no way I can make this flight. Then TJ said, except you take Okada to the airport. I pretend as if I didn't hear. Then she said, if you really want to make it, you know, you need to get Okata now. I still pretended. She said, Rev, are you going? Then I thought about it. 21 churches, they've even bought the ticket. And we like call them. So I told Pastor Digi, let me take over the stand. You cross over and get me Okada. I rode Okada for one hour. Three days, my leg was paining me. I had to carry my bag. So I'm not saying, first class is nothing. We can still fly Okada. For the, I fell. The guy said, oh, God, sorry. I said, no, the Bible said the righteous can fall seven times. So, so is this scriptural? Let's go. Only a village boy will say, men of God don't need jet. Because what you don't understand about flying, you see, when you have not been flying, you can speak that nonsense. Do you notice people that fly are not talking? Because they're the one that bought the jet for the pastors that are flying. They taught us in Harvard that if you operate in more than 30 nations, you'll be wasting money not to have your jet. There are only 199 recognized nations in the world. Redeem is in 196. Only Coca-Cola beat their record. If they don't have a jet, they are mad. They are mad. If they don't have a jet, they are mad. What are you talking about? You see, you look down on us. Is it because your country is not working? Light had not gone at Canaan land for five years. Should we not be worshiping them? Deeper life did fly over 1.5 billion in Bagada. This is not million to me, Elaine Bini. Nobody talks about that. Pastor, did you just start the road from the front of the house of Oniofife uh, to the front of the house of Izonki in Ifewara? They should make us president. What are you talking about? Christmas, a church in Lagos, they go to, where is that place you go to to give them stuff? You see, we Christians, and I, I'd love to say to them, you, you guys are UK to shut up. We are the social system of Nigeria. How many school fees have you paid? And listen to me, listen to me. This way you are not thinking. How much is a jet? 200 million. How much is Bishop Boyete post scholarship fund? 500 million per year. You, you are driving a Tokumbo Toyota Corolla. 500,000. All you give to charity in your life so far is 100,000. You lack the moral justification to say something. Because what we are spending on the poor could buy us two and a half jets every year. 
It's not how much it costs, it's how much we are giving. That, that's what you should consider. That's what you should consider. Are you still here? Look at this. Look at this. So, <laughs> I love this. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you ready for this? I read this, and when I read it, I found it very interesting. Sorry, I'm looking for something. I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Can somebody get it for me? I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 8. From verse 1. Is it there? Is it there? Come on now, get it. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 from verse 1. Yeah, it talks about the grace of God bestowed on the churches in Macedonia. Next verse. Great trial of affliction, abundance of their joy, and deep poverty. Deep poverty. The kind of poverty that when the poor see them, they say, ha! I was telling them in church that in our school, when I was in secondary school, there was one guy, we called him Dudu. Because he was black. Then one boy transferred to our school. And when the boy entered, we were all looking for Dudu. Dudu! Come and see one boy. Oh, Dudu! <laughs> because that is when we discover Dudu has categories. <laughs> Poverty has categories. Paul said, These guys are deep. Oh, deep gone. Poverty lay deep gone. But the next thing he said was funny. He said they are bounded in the riches of their liberality. And I thought in their deep poverty, Paul would say, don't give. You know you are poor. Only a wicked pastor will not take seed from the poor. Because you know you are poor, seed brought you out. Only a wicked pastor. They were deep poverty. Paul collected. Not only did he collect, give me verse 3, he started saying to Titus, go and teach everybody that they should be doing this. Go and teach everybody. Go to verse 4. He said, we told, he said when we tried to reject it, they begged us, they pray with entreaty that we receive the gift. No wonder in Luke 4, it's when Jesus came, I was shocked. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's the first thing. He said, to heal the broken hearted, to deliver the acceptable way of the Lord. But he said, to preach the gospel to the poor. I thought he would say to give money to the poor. But he knows that's not the solution. You don't change people's life by changing their money. You change their life by changing their mind. John started doubting him. Are you the one? Are you not the one? He said, go and tell John. I love this one. He said, tell John that the sick, we are healing them. The lame, we lay hands on them, they are walking. The dead, we lay hands on them, they are living. But to the poor, the gospel is being preached. Ah. Ekisa. 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 You lay hands on the sick, they get healed. Lands on the, on, the, on the dead, they rise. To the poor, sir, the gospel is being preached. 
That is why the things of the gospel don't make sense to continuity announcer. It can't make sense to continuity announcer. They can't get it that we are preaching to the poor. They are telling they are trying, that is what finished America. I'm sorry, Americans are here. They made church to believe their function is to give food to the poor. Any fool can do that. So when we start to do what we are not called to do, what we do what we are called to do, they are not equipped to do what we are called to do. They can do what we are not called to do. Let's preach the gospel to the poor. If we think how we started and how far the people had come, it's by the preaching. Not by the giving. It's by the preaching. So we keep on doing it. Glory to God. Did anybody get blessed? Did you get me today? Glory. I can stop now. <laughs> Praise God. I can stop now. You don't need to be a preacher to make impact. I know many school fees are paid. My wife and I, my gatesman, gatesman, came to me by the door of the car. Okay? Say yes. Uh, I don't tell Madam. I say waiting. I, I I won't do jump. I say eh. I say good. Tell me when the form is out. So he told me when the form is out. I gave the money to my wife. I said this is. I don't want him to use his salary to do jump. This is for his jump. When he gets admission, we are ready to pay. We don't, we are not related. I don't think, where is he from? Josh. We're not related from anywhere. Do you think when that boy is blessed? Look, they bought Pastor Chris a jet. It was not church. It was those musicians that said, you want to give us a word? If you don't take our home, we won't take your own. We, we, how many of you know that Reverend K will buy in jet here? Look, they will still talk oh, because you see, the people we are impacting have not grown yet. They will grow soon. Ah, you don't get me. They will grow soon. When they grow, you will see when one guy buys me suits every year. You know, several times a year, we just bring them to my house. And you know, before he brings them, he will have caught the price, so I don't see it. So, one day, of, of late, he brought some other set. This time around, he has caught most of them. He forgot to cut one. So that one, he forgot to cut. I was just trying to remove the thing, and I saw the price. $2,000. I said, yee, If you give me this money now, Brooks Brothers, I will buy body your brother. I started thinking, you know, because, because if you are a giver, this way you think. I said, so if I wear $2,000 now and I want to give offering, eh, and I'll bring out $10, I'll not be feeling guilty. And I'll bring out 20 I will still be feeling guilty. Yeah, oh dear, oh dear, oh long. Eh? Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh dear, oh dear, oh long. When I told my wife, my wife said, is it because you mistakenly saw the price of that one? What of the one whose price you didn't see? And it's because now you can even harass them. Don't bring that. It's too expensive. A day will come. You won't even be able to harass. One guy had been buying a pastor in this nation, a G-Wagon kind of car. 
every month since January. He's bought the 11th one. The pastor said, you know I don't need it. I've been given it. I don't care what you do with it. That's my own covenant with God. That all through this year, I will give you a G-Wagon kind of car every month. We are just starting. We are just starting. They, they will commit suicide. Because when they see what is going to happen, they will come. We are just starting. We are just starting. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We've not given nothing yet. We are willing to spend and be spent. Chris Oyakilome gave one billion naira to Benson Idaosa University. Did you hear me say one billion? These people said they don't pay tight again. We have not missed it. Were they paying before? <laughs> I don't think they were paying before. We've not, we've not missed it. I don't think they were. People that pay, you can't convince them not to. People that don't are the one talking. And I've not seen a major voice. If I talk to you about Rockefeller, he said, my purpose in life is to make all I can, save all I can, and give all I can. And we are not giving with pride. That's what Reverend K was saying. I went to preach for somebody in Paracos. Reverend K had met him in Kanyakopla ministry. And the guy came to me in the hotel and said, you must be a prophet. Do you know you prophesied to me that the new car is coming? When I told you about my problem with my car, somebody, this was about 10 years ago. He said, somebody just called me immediately after you dropped that God told him to buy me a brand new Jeep, Range Rover, the one that you can make to go up and come down. So I went to preach. I finished preaching. I said, I'm going. He said, let me drop you with the car at the airport. So his wife said, I will follow you. Then his brother said, I will follow you. You know the car is full. Then one young man ran after us. He said, pastor, pastor, please let me go with you. The pastor said, there is no space. Because we take the man to go, we go to his hotel. He said, yes. If you go to his hotel, we will carry his bag. Hmm. The pastor said, that's true. But there is no space. I will stay in the booth. So he stayed in the booth. We went to the hotel. We carried the bags. We put it in the car. We went to the airport. As they were sending me over, as the guy said, who gave you that car? Oh, he said, I didn't tell you. The guy that sat in the booth. Yeah. That is where we are going. We will give without ears. We will give billion. And you will know we are the one that gave it. Are you listening to me? No ears, no stress, no problem. And it's not anybody's business. Diggy and I entered into a plane. And one of the, you know, the hosts in the plane, he looked at my face and said, ah! I was afraid. I thought it was demonic manifestation. <laughs> I said, what? Ah! I said, what? He said, I'm coming. Then he called the other one to come and see. I was wondering what you were looking at. It was my shoe. Ah! I said, what's the problem? He said, that shoe, that shoe. I said, what? He said, it's 1,000 pounds. Hey! Will you buy it? I'm willing to sell it. I will sell it there and wear my socks on my seat. I don't even know how much it costs. So when they tell you your pastor is wearing a shoe of uh, uh, 100,000, we don't know how much it costs. We know how much hands we have laid. We know how much prophetic words we gave. It does not cost us money. It costs us impact. Look, my account can be in the red. My life is in the green. Yes. There is nothing you can do about it. 
Where were you when we were receiving issue Ewa, Adata, and Gary for honorarium? Oranges and banana. But we didn't preach less. In fact, we preach more. But that is a God that keeps it records. Let me close. I was in Canada. I just finished preaching. I sat down. Then somebody came to the pastor and said, Pastor, that is a young man disturbing us. I needed to say the guest speaker. So the pastor asked me, I said, let him come in. Then the guy came in. You know, we sat down in pastor's office having a nice time. The guy came and said, Reverend, please, can I borrow you? Can I borrow you for one hour? I didn't get that. I said, who? He said, you, sir. Borrow you. He said, borrow me. Borrow me. He said, yes. He said, why? He said, I already told Elder that when you come here, I need to borrow you for one hour. I said, where? He said, ah, you used to come and preach to us in Osu. Ah, in those days, it's you that don't know me. We know you. When I had you, I come in here. I got all my friends to come. I need to borrow you, sir. So the pastor said, are you sure it's safe to go with him? I said, ah, I mean, like that. They can't kidnap me here. I said, I said, let's go. So, so we went. Then the guy took me to a shopping mall. He said, Reverend, look at this shopping mall. Whatever you touch, I pay for. So I walked in. I, he, he, he picked a trolley. He said, if you need more, I'll take more. So I picked one. I picked two. Then I saw one that might be good on my wife. Then I lift it up, but it was not a size. Then I drop it down. The guy said, you can't drop it, sir. I said, whatever you touch. <laughs> so I have to be walking like, hey, so if I want to look at clothes, I see prosperity coming. If you keep on doing what you're doing, we keep on giving, we keep on sowing. The devil is a liar. The devil is trying to attack the prosperity of the church, but the devil is a liar. Grace says no. Devil, the blood is against you. Money is coming to the church. Pounds, dollars, in the name of Jesus, all that we desire. Glory to God. God is going to bless you so much that there will be more than enough for you to give to your men of God and give to your family and give to the poor in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you, let money come in the name of... Now listen, they are saying we should not talk about business in church. That is not new creation realities. Are you more new creation than Paul that said remember to do business with your hands as we taught you? Paul taught them how to manage their slave. And now the slave should report to their master. Management principles. People can go for refresher courses here. We teach business. We teach diet. We teach health. They get blessed. They'll give her. And there is nothing you can do about it. And lift up your hand, somebody. I prophesy into your hand grace for multiplication. The blessing is coming into your life. It will multiply all that you have. You will not be broke another day. Money will come to you tremendously as you walk in the consistency of the anointing and consistency of the world. The result will show. So will it be in Jesus' name. I love you. Happy 20th anniversary. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. 
We are located at Kingsward Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.